right now, it's Barry and Shauna Replay from 89.3 Moody Radio. So we had a very significant event happen in the world <laughs> and very much so in the United States in regards to um, what happened with DeMar Hamlin this week during the game. Can you just give us like a quick update, Ben, on for anybody who I'm sure everybody knows about the situation, but maybe they're hearing it for the first time. What actually happened? What was what was the game? Who was playing who and and what happened? Yeah, it was the Buffalo Bills versus the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday Night Football. So national TV, everyone in the nation who has ESPN can watch Monday Night Football. And it was first quarter, about mid-first quarter, and Cincinnati had the ball. DeMar Hamlin's a safety for the Bills, and there was a pass that was completed, and DeMar went and made a play on it, made a tackle. The tackle appeared to be fairly routine. There was no, you know... Hard hit. It wasn't rough. It wasn't dirty. Mm -hmm. It was a clean tackle. It appeared to be fairly clean, but clearly not the case. Uh, DeMar does stand up for maybe two seconds and then just falls flat on his back. Uh, Totally unnatural fall there. Just, just, Mm -hmm. you know, flat on his back. And within instance, all the players around him knew something. Obviously, if you just fall flat on your back, there's something serious has happened. And uh, the the training staff, who were all medical professional training staff, were with with, with Demar within a minute, mm. and within that minute, they had realized there that Demar was no longer alive. Uh, Demar, for a couple of moments, was dead. Yeah, it was cardiac on the, arrest on yeah. the football field. They yeah. were able to somehow take off his pads quickly, which is not a, an easy task sure. to do. Those are meant to stay on, and start CPR. They resuscitated him. They loaded him up quickly in an ambulance and he was gone. And while this was going down, I mean, this is just obviously this has never happened before. And while this is going down, the players from both teams took a knee Mm -hmm. and circled up together. And there was just a, a big expression of emotion. There was a lot of tears. There were prayers going up. It was Time stopped, you know, not just for Damar, but for for all of us in that moment. It did. Very powerful moment there. And for the players to see that, too, you know, not often. I think people have an opportunity to see CPR actually being done. You know, Mm -hmm. if you go through the training for it, you certainly do it. You learn how to do it. But to actually see it being done on somebody can be very emotional. You know, I can't imagine seeing CPR done on somebody legitly. Dr. Dave Kissler is the president of Hope Ministries International. And Ben, you found this Facebook post that he had made. And there's some things said in here that are just so well said. I won't try to rephrase it. I'm just going to read to you what he wrote. But he said, you know, it was interesting how, um, now this is me phrasing, but how all the the world came together and how people came together, the world, I should say, in the moment, how people came together to pray. And he says, There are no atheists in foxholes. He says his dad used to say that. And he said, in this moment, it became glaringly obvious the fact that human beings' first correct response in tragedy is to turn to God. That response occurred last night on a global stage, and no one could stop it. No Freedom from Religion Foundation staffer complained. No separation of church and state advocate protested. No one wanted to. The seriousness of the event demanded nothing less than earnest, aggressive, and united prayer. Prayer to a God who cares and loves, and prayer that has been answered, as Damar is alive. 
and reported, you know, with normal vitals, we even know now since this was written that, Mm -hmm. that he's even showing signs of improvement. He actually wrote a note Mm -hmm. to the doctors. He's got a, a breathing tube, so he's not able to, to talk, but he is able to communicate. And Dr. Dave Kessler says at the end of this um, Facebook post that DeMar illustrated the fact that man desperately needs the comfort of God found only in the God of all comfort, Jesus Christ. Mankind needs a relationship with Jesus for life here on earth, but more importantly for eternity. And I, one of the things that has kind of grabbed national attention this week also has been the prayer of was it Dan? Dan Orlovsky. Dan Orlovsky. Did you guys hear that? I, I did hear that. In fact, I think it was played yesterday afternoon on Chris Faber Live. Chris was talking with uh, um, <laughs> Professor Emeritus from Moody Bible Institute, John Kessler, about this whole thing. And John was really impressed with this because he says, Dan, you know, really kind of prepared people for what was coming. He said he wasn't, you know... I'm just going to do this, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, he says, I'm, I says, I just feel this is something right to do in the moment. He kind of prepared them for mm-hmm. it. Maybe you're not going to feel comfortable with it. That's fine. I just feel this is something we need to do. If you want if you want to do do this, join me with this. If you want to bow your head, that's fine, whatever. I just feel we need to do this. Mm-hmm. And he prepared them for it and then just took about 50, 55 seconds to pray this prayer. And it was very heart, heartfelt prayer. Right. You know, I, I don't think it was written out at all. I think it just came from him in the moment. And one of the things, and I'd encourage you to listen to this prayer. It's mm-hmm. Dan Orlovsky, and he's praying live for Damar Hamlin. And one of the things he said in the prayer was he goes, God, we're angry. We're mm-hmm. confused right now. Like, we don't understand what's going on. I thought, what a beautiful demonstration. I know that's not why he was doing it, but he really did model for all of us that we can be honest with God and we can tell God what we're really feeling and and it was just a beautiful prayer and invitation. And he also made a bold statement in the prayer. And this is live, by the way, live on a sports show that where religion is not typically a topic of the show. And it show. was not part of the script. He just said, Nuh-uh. we're going to do, we need to do this. Yeah. And he boldly said, we're praying to you, God, because we know that prayer changes things. We know the prayer works and we talk to you and things change. So we believe in you. And he, Meredith, he certainly made it clear that it was more than just sending good vibes mm-hmm. uh, somebody's way. Right. He was, he was talking to the God of the universe. Yeah. And he even actually, before he went into the prayer, he started by saying, lots of people are saying prayers and thoughts, you know, praying for you, thinking of you. And he's like, I just feel like we need to do that right now. And he just went right into it. Right. Well, it's such a cliche. Yeah. That statement. Right. Thoughts and prayers. It's a cliche. He actually did it. Mm -hmm. You know, how many people, I'm guilty of it. I've said thoughts and prayers and I haven't prayed for it. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure there's more than one person who's guilty of it. Yeah. And Dan took it upon himself on a sports network. You know, we we here at Moody Bible Institute, we we, we pray quite often on this program. How many times, I think it's once, that you've turned on ESPN and you're listening to a prayer. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Yeah. I mean, this, we certainly are, our thoughts and prayers, literal prayers are for Demar Hamlin and we want to see him healed and we want to see him well and completely recovered. But also we can't help but see that this world needs the Jesus that we know and love. Mm-hmm. Like there are people every day who are walking through life. I just heard the story yesterday of somebody who had said, um, a friend of mine who, 
who has a relationship with Jesus and he was with a customer actually. And the customer, um, I don't know, he said something to him about, you know, God bless you or whatever. And, and, and she said, God hasn't, you've done more for me than God ever has. And he was kind of taken aback and he wasn't sure how to respond in that moment. But the world is full of people who don't know this loving God that we know and love. And we have opportunities all the time to honestly share from our own heart and from our own, our own lives, who he is. You know, one of the more heartwarming things that's come out of this over the holidays, DeMar put together a toy drive Hmm. with a goal of $2,500. It currently is sitting at over 7.7 million. Oh my goodness. 2,500 bucks. Wow. 7.7 million. Incredible. Yeah. In DeMar's name. And I just feel like we should pray now for DeMar. Lord, thank you um, for what you are doing and how you are bringing awareness of who you are to the world around us and how even through this um, horrible incident that happened for Damar Hamlin and his family and the teams, Lord, that you are revealing that you are the God who loves. You are the God who is present. You are the God who heals. Lord, we pray that through this, that others would come to know you for who you really, really are. And actually, Father, we even ask that you would use us. Use us today to show the world that you are a good God, that you love, and that prayer does change things. So I'm super excited to introduce you to, and I am meeting for the first time also, Todd Ponstein. Did I say that correctly? Yep, you did. Yay, and I know I'm not going to get this one. Judy, I'm going to go ahead and let you tell us your last name. Young, young Craig. Oh, yeah. I so would have not gotten that right. <laughs> Say it again. Young Craig. Young Craig. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Judy and Todd are with us today to talk about a ministry called Mentor Me of West Michigan. But before we dive into that, I want to get to know you guys a little bit since we are meeting for the first time. Todd, are you from this area? Yeah, I grew up in the uh, Granville area and uh, moved to uh, Georgetown Township when I got married and I've been there ever since. And you went to Hope College. I did. Graduated from Hope College in 1989. I think that you were there, you might have been there at the same time that my husband was there, at least like a year crossover, okay. maybe. Could yeah. Be. And went to school with my brother-in-law. Yep. I do remember John. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How cool is that? And Judy, are you from around here? I am. I grew up in Zealand, actually. Okay. Yep. I live in the Byron Center area now. Very cool. And how did the two of you guys meet? Um, Church, really. Yeah. yeah. School. Um, our kids all went to school in Jenison. Okay. And actually, Todd's wife was one of my best friends. Very so, cool. Yeah. yeah, our kids went to Jenison Christian. We also knew each yeah. other from Fairhaven. Yeah. We were going there 20-some uh, yeah. years ago. So Awesome. So tell us about Mentor Me. What is Mentor Me? Mentor Me is a uh, obviously a mentoring ministry uh, where we match up uh, Christian adults uh, with struggling kids to walk with them, to guide them, um, to show them who they are in Christ and uh, what his plans are for mm-hmm. them. And just to, just to be a friend, just uh, someone to walk alongside them. And how did this ministry get started? Well, back in 2020, if you remember when uh, there was a lot of rioting going on throughout the United States, mm-hmm. our cities were burning. Um, I was praying over that situation and uh, I, I didn't, I was asking the Lord why this is happening. I don't understand why everyone's so mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there's several reasons for it, but he kind of put a thought in my head and said, Todd, they, a lot of these people have never been loved. And it's like, 
um, well, why don't we go and love them then? Novel thought, huh? I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus said, go and make disciples. So that's kind of how it, how it started. Um, I thought, you know, maybe we, we need to do something to uh, go to these people one-on-one and, uh, and show them the love of Christ and, and uh, his plans for their life. So then what was step one? So you have, God puts this um, passion on your heart, this awareness, right, of, I love this, his heart, the world's great need, and you. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so cool? Mm-hmm. That like God puts us in the mix. And as we are aware of his heart and we're aware of the world's need, he says, okay, let's go. Right. Let's do this thing. And he said to you, let's do mentor me. So how do you, how do you even start? Where do you start? That was my question. And yeah. I said, he said, you know, I, I felt, felt him saying you need to, to do this. And I said, absolutely not. I said, there's no way I can. I, I run several different businesses. I lay pastor a church. I coach high school football. I said, there's, there's no way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried to pawn it off on Young Life and uh, met with Ryan Elders from Young Life. And he was like, this is an awesome idea, Todd, but there's really no way we can take this on. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought I was stuck. And he said, Todd, you got to get a committee around you. And I was like, you can do that? You can actually have someone help you? Yeah, because that's just not how I roll. I usually do everything myself, and <laughs> and uh, so I started praying over who I could get to get involved in the ministry. And yeah. uh, one of the people he brought to my mind was Judy. And uh, once she got involved, then the thing really took off. That's awesome. What's been your role, Judy? Um, so my role with Mentor Me is administrator mm-hmm. of the of the ministry. So yeah, we actually got a team together though. Todd pulled a team of different. Um, different godly men together and we just started kind of from scratch probably took almost a year um in 2020 yeah yeah 21 yep and god put the team together yeah he uh my son got involved palmer um he's been a real blessing to the ministry and then uh tim sledrick who was a missionary for several years in uh uganda uh, ended up coming back here and uh was relocating back to this area and i didn't even know him um, but I ended up having a conversation with him and he came on the board and he's provided excellent leadership too. And then God brought another godly man named Jim Harrison to the mm-hmm. board who was also mm-hmm. a missionary uh, coming back to the United States. And uh, yeah, that's kind of our team. That's awesome. We see in the life of Jesus that he invited people into relationship and he ate mm-hmm. with them mm-hmm. and he spent time with them and he loved on them. And I'm sure he spoke wisdom to them. We know he spoke wisdom to them, right? But so much of the learning was in the being alongside, mm-hmm. like doing life together. Yep. And so, yeah, this just this just seems to fit with the way that Jesus wants us to interact with people and love on people. But we're talking about a ministry called Mentor Me of West Michigan. And I'm curious, you guys, how do you find the people who are in need of mentors and how do you find mentors for your program? I mean, that's what this is all about, right? Right. Yeah. Most of it's by word of mouth. Um, People find out about our program. Maybe they know of a struggling kid that could really use a positive influence in his life and uh, they, they come to the ministry that way. Um, our mentors, you know, no other people, um, and things like this, you know, just getting the word out wherever we can. Um, you know, we, we actually, we're maybe a little different than a lot of, uh, mentoring ministries. We actually pay our mentors. Um, we, uh, look at it as a job, um, a job in ministry. 
Um, at first, when the, the Lord gave me that concept, it was a little strange. You, you can't really pay people to mentor others. And it's like, well, yeah, you can. It's really no different than what we do with our youth pastors or what we do with our missionaries overseas or even our pastors. Really, yeah. we pay people to right. to bring the gospel. And God said that certainly is uh, allowable. It's the workman's worth his wages. So um, we want to be able to bless them. And it's helped us, I think, uh, get some mentors. There are people that, that could use, a, you know, they need a little income. Mm-hmm. So, you know, something they can do bringing the word of God and, and love to someone in need. That's that's what we do. That's awesome. Now, there's got to be some screening, vetting, you know, obviously for the mentors. What does that look like? Correct. Right. When we, um, so we actually interview um, our mentors both by phone and then we bring them in to meet the board. So we do a short interview with that. And then when we decide to hire them, uh, we actually do uh, background checks. Mm-hmm. We do drug tests. Uh, they go through uh, sexual awareness video certification. We also have them uh, go through a freedom appointment at Set Free Ministries yep. in Grand Rapids. And then we have a four-hour orientation as well, a training. Okay, wow. And so They also have to provide three letters of recommendation. Two of them have to be from a pastor or teacher okay. that they've known for a long time. And what that says to me is you're going to go in equipped. Right. Correct. You know, I mean, I think I think in a lot of situations like this, we just kind of float a couple people together and right. hope it works out. And on top of that, every one of our mentors has a guide, which is a, a spiritual, uh, very spiritually mature person um, that's in their life, meets with them every week to pray with them over their student to help them however they can. We also offer quarterly trainings um, where we bring all the mentors together and and uh, continue to we support them. Um, continually. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big family. Yeah. You guys have so wet my appetite to hear the stories <laughs> of what God has been doing because he has been up to incredible things as he's put, you know, people together who were complete strangers mm-hmm. and both yeah. had, both had needs, right. one a need to be poured into and another a need to pour. Right. 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 Why don't you tell us about one of your um, mentees and maybe kind of like what what life was like prior to them coming into the Mentor Me ministry and kind of how they got connected and how that happened. Sure. Um, well, we have uh, one student. Uh, his name is Will, and uh, he's 18 years old. I think he might be 19 now, but he... Um, he was involved with campus life at Union High School, and he didn't know really anything about Jesus up until maybe a year or two ago. And uh, our, our program, we started out, we thought we would minister to kids between ages 10 and 18. Mm-hmm. Well, John Blonick, who was running the uh, Ministry of Campus Life, found out about our program, and he brought Will to us, and he said, I have this young man, he's graduating from high school, but he wants to be discipled. He really knows nothing about God, and he wants to learn. Well, we had a, a guy, uh, Jim Harrison, I mentioned him before. Uh, he was a missionary for 25 years overseas, and he's also a pastor at Hopkins Community Church, a wonderful man of God and a tremendous teacher. And we're like, man, do we have the guy for him? Yeah. And uh, so Jim and Will started meeting together, and they just started studying the Bible. And uh, that group has now grown to four young men. Uh, between the ages of 18 and uh, 21. And Jim is discipling them all now through the program. Yeah, it is. It's just been neat to see they're growing like crazy. They love Jim. They love to get together. They go, they go study the Bible for two hours 
and uh, just uh, talk about life. And kind of neat story about Will, too. When he graduated, he wasn't, uh, Jim asked him, what are you going to do now? And he's like, I don't know. I think I'm just going to kind of take life easy. And Jim was like, no, we don't do that. You know, <laughs> God God has uh, created us with abilities and yeah. talents, and we're to bless our community. And God calls us to work. Uh, work, or you need to go to school, one or the other. What do you want to do? And the kid was like, well, I really? And, and wow. Jim's like, yeah, you got to do that. So right. Will is now working full time and awesome. uh, contributing to the kingdom and the society and uh, just a, a wonderful young man. Matter of fact, we even baptized Will, Jim and I did oh, um, last so summer. Cool. He, uh, he he felt the call, the need to uh, be baptized, to be obedient. And so we had that privilege. And the other guys that Jim is meeting with, did they were they friends of Will? Is that how that happened? Yeah, they... Uh, they classmates. Yeah. Yeah, um, classmates. They, or they attended Campus Life also. Gotcha. Yeah, and showed an interest in also. I think Will just shared with them what he was learning, and they decided to come along and be part of the group. So. That's awesome. Yeah, they kind of evangelize each other. They yeah. start giving testimony, and they say, what's up with you? You know, well, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I found yeah. this, uh, a friend in Jesus, and... Why don't you come along with us and and Jim will help you find them too. That's awesome. Okay, so, and the mentoring, this is such a unique part of the Mentor Me ministry is that the mentors are paid. It's a paid position. Yeah, yep, it is. It's a part-time job. Yeah, and so how do we get connected with Mentor Me? Somebody's listening right now and they're just ready. Um, They want to get involved. The website, www.justmentorme.org. And are there other ways to get involved other than signing up to be a mentor? Yeah. Um, like I said, we have guides for mm-hmm. each of our mentors. So we kind of mentor our mentors. Um, that's another position that we do. Uh, obviously, we are a, uh, a ministry that can only exist through funding. So if people want to give to the ministry, they can do that too. It's all on the website there, though. Awesome. Yeah. And give me that website one more time. www.justmentorme.org. There you go. Justmentorme.org. We'd love to hear a story of how Mentor Me started in relationship with the mentee and it kind of spread from there. Well, um, one of our uh, students, his name is Jeremiah, and uh, he came to us. uh, Actually, our very first mentor, a a young lady by the name of Terry Host, knew Jeremiah and his family. And Jeremiah is from a family of five boys, uh, but no dad in the home. Mm-hmm. And so his mom found out about the ministry through Terry, and she actually signed up two of her boys, Joshua and Jeremiah. Um, we we uh, someone gave me tickets to the tig- to a Tigers game uh, last summer, and uh, Jeremiah and Joshua had never been to a Tigers game, so we took them um, with uh, a young man named Clayton Kriegel, and uh, Clayton loves sports. And Jeremiah loves sports. And so we thought that'd be a good match. We try to match up mentors with students according to interest and where they live. Um, and we went to the Tigers game and Jeremiah sat next to me in the front seat on the way down there. And he wasn't going to talk. He was mm. real standoffish. Um, you know, he just, just didn't want to yeah. say much. And But we went to the game and they were enthralled by the entire atmosphere. And mm. it was a terrible game. The Tigers lost like <laughs> 11 to 1. It was 100 degrees. It oh, was man. brutal. But Jeremiah and Joshua, once they got to know us a little bit, you couldn't shut them up. Mm-hmm. They were talking, they were gabbing the whole way home. They just had the time of their lives. That's and awesome. Clay, who's a young man that I have known for many years, um, went to Unity Christian where I coach football and uh, uh, just a godly young man. Uh, him and Jeremiah just hit it off. And they have now been, uh, Clay has been mentoring Jeremiah now for about uh, nine, 10 months, I guess. And uh, they're 
they're doing tremendous. That's awesome. And that has then opened up relationship with the family. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Right. Yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, that's been a blessing too. So we've been actually um, through those boys and their mentors found out some additional needs that the family was having. Mm -hmm. So we were able to connect the local church to come in, walk alongside the mom, um, help her with her home, organizing it, um, just kind of setting her house up, um, bringing in some needs that they didn't have for some of the boys needed beds, um, needed some help with um, fixing washer dryer some other appliances in the house. So we were able to, as a church, come in um, and just help out with that and also just walk alongside the mom now and mentor her. So we've been meeting with her on a weekly basis as well the past month. That's awesome. So, so. it's an, the Mentor Me program is beyond kind of the young people focus. I mean, it, it moved into that, right? Where you're right. mentoring mom right. now as well. Right. Yeah. Well, one of the, one of the uh, neat things about the program is the guide that our spiritual or our mentoring, the mentors, they go into the homes once a month of the students and meet with the parents to make sure that everything the mentor says is happening is happening. Mm -hmm. And that just puts some really spiritually mature men and women in these homes that are really struggling. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of one of the uh, ulterior motives of the ministry mm -hmm. that we could minister to families too with some very uh, spiritually mature folks. Man, this is just really spirit-led. This is just really oh, so. well thought through and we see God's hand all over yeah. it. If you want to be a part of Mentor Me of West Michigan, maybe you know somebody who would be just a great candidate for as a mentee, or maybe your own heart's just being tugged out right now and you're like, I know God's calling me to be a part of this. Here's how you get involved. Go to www.justmentorme.org. I'll give it to you again, www.justmentorme.org. There's one young gal in particular who, you know, you guys are going to share with us about this right. morning, yeah. but we want to protect her a little bit. So. Correct. Right. Yeah. This is a 12-year-old student that came to us this fall, um, had applied. Her mom actually submitted an application and um, let's call her Kaylee. Okay. And we had a godly um, mentor that we matched her up with. And this 12-year-old has been through a lot of trauma, a very broken family. Um, she's been through some serious depression and suicide, um, attempted suicide as well. And um, just the past three months has been just an absolute miracle watching the transformation of this young 12-year-old Kaylee. And uh, she was very confused. Uh, she had gender confusion, uh, wasn't sure if she was a girl or a boy. Um, and so to watch her mentor walk with her and just share truth over her, um, just bring joy back mm -hmm. into her life. Um, things like walking in the park, um, taking walks, um, swinging on the swings, um, bringing her hot chocolate, um, taking her out to her favorite restaurants, just walking alongside of her and just sharing the love of Jesus yeah. and knowing who her true identity in Christ is. The message, you know, not just through words, but the message of time spent and life investment says you matter. Right. She shows up. Her mentor shows yeah. up every week. They spend between two and four hours a week together. Um, they've attended musicals, um, different shows, 
um, just taking a lot of walks. She loves to be outdoors, so mm-hmm. she, that's always been a, a favorite of hers. So just yeah, I know that um, the the mentor uh, with this young gal. Every time she uh, <laughs> drops her off back at home, she says, "God loves you, and so do I." Mm. And uh, the girl would usually say, "Yeah, okay, thank you," and uh, mm-hmm. and then go in the house. Um, I know the last time they they met. Um, the young gal said to her mentor, I, I, I love you too. Oh my goodness. That's it right there. That's what it's all about. That's yeah. the relational connection. Jesus came and, you know, was human. God, God's intent from the very beginning of time has always been intimate relationship. It yep. has always been. He didn't save us because we were pathetic. And, you know, he could have saved us and set us aside or, mm-hmm. you know, had a different plan. His plan has always been, I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. And when we show up in people's lives and we walk alongside them mm-hmm. and we tell them that we love them, not because we need it back but right. just because we love them mm-hmm. and we represent the heart of Christ, that is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That is an absolute game changer. Right. And I know in, I was reading some of the notes from the mentor in her relationship with Kaylee and her time with Kaylee. And there was one point that they'd gotten together and she said, you just get me. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. know, to be seen, to be known and to be understood. Right. Right. It, it's a, it is a game changer. It changes right. your life. That mentor actually sent me a photo this week. Uh, the two of them had walked indoors at a local mall due to the weather this week, and sh- they had their caricature done. Oh, that's awesome. So Kaylee was so excited to go home and put that in her bedroom. Oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah. This is this is the real stuff. This is why we're here. We're here to be ambassadors of the love of Christ, to walk and move and be in relationship in such a way. And this isn't, yeah, there's Bible studies. Some of the mentors are sitting down and they're, you know, spending a couple hours diving into the word of God. Others, it's walks in the park, it's swinging, it's mm-hmm. characters, it's, but it's life. It's doing life together. Right. That's who Jesus is to us. And it's who he calls us to be to the world around us. So if you're feeling a tug on your heart this morning, you're like, man, I know I'm supposed to be a part of this ministry and this program. Here's how you get connected. Go to www.justmentorme.org. Todd, Judy, thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for your time. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I I know you could probably, you probably got story upon story upon story and God's awesome. All glory to God for what's happening through Mentor Me. But if you want to get connected, y'all, here's how you do it. www.justmentorme.org. Thanks so much for listening. Questions or comments? Text us at 800-968-8930. That's 800-968-8930.